one more day and 25,000 troops on the ground. This is unreal. going on less than 24 hours away and we have ourselves a new president in the united states that's right he has the power mr joseph biden will be the 26th president of our united states of america uh kind of crazy if you think about it um when just a few months ago we were going through a bunch of bullshit with a pandemic and everything else and having to walk in you know it walking up on into an election period. And uh, now, uh, you know, everybody thought that Donald Trump was going to win with a landslide because of all the bullshit going down. And eh, you got Creepy Joe who walked in and stole it all. Did he steal it? I don't even care at this point anymore. It's old news. It's getting tiresome. But yeah, congratulations to Mr. Joseph Biden uh, for... Winning the presidency, I'd like to say congratulations to Kamala Harris or Kamala or whatever the hell you call her. Love to say congratulations to her too, but <laughs> I guess congratulations. Uh, that's that's the one that scares me. Uh, Joe Biden's got the power. Um, and yeah, shit is getting kind of heavy. Uh, you got 25,000 troops on the ground in the Capitol for his inauguration uh, tomorrow. Which will be, um, you know, a, a pretty, it, it is, it'll be a pretty crazy day. Um, it'll be a historical day. That's for damn sure. Uh, you know, January 20th, inauguration day, Joe Biden won the presidency. Kamala Harris is going to be the vice president. God help us. Um, and let's just hope, hope that Joe, uh does have the power. <laughs> I'd like to say the power to stay healthy because God forbid if we allow her to get into office because we know all, we know too well her background on what she's all about. Um, you know, we know Joe's background. You know, I, I've, I've heard for a while, I've been fighting with people on, on you know, social media and stuff like that about Trump was a racist, this, that, and that, and this. Look, so is Joe Biden. Joe Biden's still a racist right up. To, I have video that I can show all day long of him being a racist right up to the goddamn elections. But, yeah, Trump was a, a racist, too. I get it. And I have people sitting there arguing with me over, you know, how bad Trump was and, and what Trump did. And, and it's so sad to have to f throw facts out of people on what Trump actually did right before COVID hit. Um... Because you can't use COVID as an excuse on the downfall. Um, what Trump went through with uh, you know, foreign relations, trade deals, 
the economy, unemployment, things were going great in this country before COVID. And now we're in a shit show and here we got Joe Biden to bring us up and out of it. Um, I I can't wait to see what he actually can do. Listen, I'm hopeful. I, I am hopeful. I'm hopeful that this guy stays healthy and that it's him as president and not Kamala Harris. But I'm hopeful that he can help us out, can can maybe, there might be something to get us going for the COVID shit I, 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 by his platform. There wasn't anything that he was going to do any differently that's already being done, but eh, who knows? I mean, maybe this is just a joke, and maybe by May or June that uh, COVID will just be a disappearing act, and we'll all kind of be back to what we were pre-COVID. Mm. I don't think so, but um, because it is a virus, it is here. I still think that we're going to have to live with masks for a little while longer than that. But as for lockdowns and shit, I have a funny feeling that shit's just going to be unlocked. You know, get back to your regular lives because Joe Biden's going to want to come off as the hero here. The Democratic Party's going to want to come off as the hero here. Um, The Republican Party, uh, both parties have done some nasty, mean shit. In the past, but let's face the facts here, people. The Republican Party did want us to get back to normal life, open things up, businesses up, and watching people suffer is ridiculous. Um, just saw that the guy who owns that uh, Atlas Gym or whatever it's called over in New Jersey, uh, obviously was being fined since he he opened back in May. Or I should say reopened back in May. He was being fined per day. I Something on the grounds between twelve dollars and $15,000 a day. Uh, which is absolutely ridiculous considering a place that probably only makes like... God, if you're lucky... <sighs> I would think that's his bills in a month. And they're charging him that a day. <laughs> and all of a sudden, his money... He was going through all the the, the, the the court stuff, trying to fight this these fines and these uh you know stipulations against him. He had some money put away in the in the bank, a uh, hundred and plus thousand dollars, and it disappeared. The government took it from him, took it from him. That was his fight. They took the fight away from him, which leads me to. It kind of segues me into all this bullshit that's going on with social media, Twitter, and shutting down uh, conservative voices. Uh, obviously, we see that big tech is the most powerful thing in this country. They can shut down the president of the United States, which which allows me to believe that the president has no power. Your big tech has all the power. So... They shut down the power to you. You you can't talk. You can't speak your mind because you have an ideology that leans towards a right side than the left side. The left just wants to quiet you up, shut you down. You you don't have any say in the matter. So that way, when you see the news and the media and they feed you their bullshit stories inside of their three to five minute segments on the news and you hear just bits and pieces of whether it's the speech, whether it's racial racial injustice or white supremacy or antifa or proud boys whatever you might hear that they throw in the news and, and, and they force fucking feed it down your throat 
The left believes every little fucking thing told to them by the news on a fucking three to five minute segment that that is posted. A video or the whole segment sometimes is three to five minutes long. And the left wing believes everything that they hear from these media sources. Instead of getting some information from every media source they possibly can, whether it's me who I get my information based on left and right wing facts through media sources from the left and the right, then I put my own spin or I just tell you what I've heard through these sources and give you the information. So this guy was fined. 13, like It's like twelve dollars to $15,000 per day being fined, and the government swept in and took his money. That was his money to fight the government. That, that was his court money to pay for his lawyer. So now the man can't even pay for his lawyers. I'm hoping that there's some, some law firms out there who are who see what is going on in our country and how we are being just canceled. We're done. You're, 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 you're just banished. You're banished from your voice. You're banished from even putting up a fight if you have a conservative view in your mind at all. If you voted for Trump, God, you're singled out. You could lose your job. You could Me putting this on here, thank God I think my job is, is safe for the fact that my company, I think, doesn't care who you voted for. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're very, I can't say they're, they're politically one-sided in any way, shape, or form. I don't think they look at the politics that strongly and say, well, who cares who you voted for? I mean, are you a good person? Do you do a good job? Then you work for me. And that's how the American fucking way should be. It doesn't matter what the fuck side you're on. It don't matter how you think. Now, yeah, if you're going out there and, and, and you're condoning violence and all that bullshit, if you're sending people down to the Capitol building to do destruction, which in his speech, I didn't hear him specifically say go down. He went down there and stand up for yourselves and be proud of who you are. That's one thing. These people decide to storm into the Capitol building. That's on them. They should be held responsible for the actions that they pulled. Plain and simple. So, this guy's being fined, the money's taken away from him, which just shows you the spin that our, oh God, our government can put, just, they can just block us out, and big tech and big, big corporations have so much power, I mean, let's face the facts, Amazon pretty much owns everything, including this whole freaking system of the internet, so on and so forth, and they could shut you down anytime. You might think, you know, I'm safe, but you're really not. I mean, I hear other sources always pushing, you know, the, this digital um, currencies like Bitcoin and things of that nature. And I sit there and I go, OK, but how safe can it actually be? The government just swooped in and they took this guy's money because because they don't like his his fight and they think he might win. And he can't even protect himself now because he doesn't have it. I'm hoping a right winged attorney might step in and, and help this guy out. But they took his money. The IRS does this all the time to people. They just swoop in and they take your money if you owe. Even if you're trying to, to work it out and help yourself out and get out of it, they still swoop in and take your shit. Um, this is not fair. This is not fair to the American people at all. This, it, And I get it. I understand that these sources are private establishments, Twitter, Facebook, so on and so forth. 
And if they want to banish somebody because of hate speech or something of that nature, that it, it, if it's going to cause a riot, problems, bullshit like it did down at the Capitol building, I get what your ideology is with it. But, and, and they did say, you know, a lot of this was uh, organized through Facebook and went out and then they assembled and they protested. And from what I hear during the pro, during, I'm sorry, during the speech part of it, that they were already hearing flashbangs and stuff going on down at the Capitol building, which to me sounds to me like the Capitol building was like a 40 minute walk from where the speech was to the Capitol building. So I don't know exactly what was going on there. There's a lot of ifs a lot of it was it was antifa there was proud boys down there was this down there who was throwing you know who who was doing this this shit i don't condone it in any way shape or form and the people that broke into the capitol building should be held totally responsible for their their doing okay but here's my kicker you get the Democratic Party, and I see this a lot on social media, where I, I will argue the fact and say, look, what happened? I get it. In, in the Capitol building, I see these people broke in, these followers broke into the Capitol building and destroyed and destructed. They should be held responsible for their own doing, plain and simple, and to the extreme total of the law. But when I talk to Democratic or yeah, Democratic people on social media, I'm I'm center, so... When I go Democratic, Republican, I'm more, I'm center, lean right, obviously. I have more of a kind of conservative platform, so I would think this would be more of a conservative podcast, but I, I'd love to call it some kind of central, a centralized podcast. But anyway, they storm down there, they break into the building, and then I, when, I, when I talk to people on, you know, social media, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or whatever... I'll sit there and I'll and I'll say to them I'll go through a good debate with them and I love debating with people I just do I love I love talking over pe- you know not over I love talking to people and talking it over with people and getting their point of view through because that's what I want I want to hear from everybody and I'll have people who will sound like they're of sound in mind and they're like yeah I, I understand what you're saying and this and that and then I'll say to them so you get it that there's hate and destruction on both sides and I had somebody the other day go. Absolutely not. Well, what do you fucking mean? All summer long, during Black Lives Matter protests, which I'm all for, you know, straightening out racial inequality. If you're going to go down and you're going to protest, I'm all for you. Go down there and speak your mind. Best thing you can do. Protest is part of the First Amendment, right? You know, to gather in a group and speak your mind. Now you go down there with you go down there with signs and bullhorns and so on and so forth and yeah 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 and people hear you 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 voice your opinion you, you voice your you throw your voice out there it's your opinion and you push your voice and you get people to hear you okay but all summer long after these protests there was violence there was destruction and looting and burning of buildings and businesses destroyed and. I hear people like Chris Cuomo saying things on CNN that since when does a protest need to be peaceful? Okay, well, you're right. I get it. I understand that. But what's with the double standard? 
it's okay for you to do it, but not okay for us to do it. So when we went down to the, the, the Capitol building, and I'm not condoning it one bit. I think it was a bunch of shit, and then people should be held totally responsible for what they did, okay? But don't tell me that all fucking summer long that that was okay to do in the summer, but not okay to do at the Capitol building. Destruction is destruction. No matter how you look at it, it's wrong. But this fucking person on here tells me that, no, absolutely not. It's not the same on one side as in the other. So what's good for the goose is not good for the gander doesn't make any sense to me but that's what happened so anyway you got joe biden coming into office he's the new president of the united states and people seem to think that he is the the, the candidate the better candidate to lead us to less racism or maybe no racism i i don't really understand how people think like that because people seem to think that there's there's certain situations that are just going to disappear because of somebody racism isn't going anywhere I hate to be the bearer of bad news as much as I would love to see sunshine, butterflies, and happiness and people get along. A person who is racist, completely, totally racist, or KKK members, it's very hard to switch them over to the other to, to the good side. And you go out and you protest and you voice your opinion all summer long. And and it's great. And you might get somebody, let's just say you might get a person who is racist and they might hear your point and they might listen they might listen and they might start to get it maybe these people are in that area where you're protesting they have a business a little flower shop and they hear you voicing your opinion they come outside and they listen to you talking through your bullhorn and but they're racist and and but then they start getting that little bit like, like the grinch when the grinch's heart grew three times bigger they start to get that little hearts growing and, and they're going, you know what? Maybe they're right. You know, not not everybody, because let's face it, not everybody's a, a shitbag. Not every Trump supporter's a Trumper. Not every person who voted for Donald Trump is some asshat Trump Trumper that that No, there's good people. Not every freaking person that, that voted for Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are idiots. No, there's good people. So anyway, this guy stands there and he watches them go through, you know, the streets. Uh, wherever the hell the protest might be. And his heart grows that three times bigger. So he he walks into it and he's got a little less hatred in his blood all of a sudden. So after the protests are all done, it's starting to get dark. He closes up his business. He goes home. Everything's safe. Good to go. He gets home. He sits down on his couch. Sunset. All of a sudden, he puts on the news and there's chaos and rioting. In that protest. And he's watching the news. And the camera turns on his business. His, his, his nice little flower shop that he had there. And he's been the owner of it for the last 30 years. 40 years. It's on fire. It's destroyed. Fucking windows are smashed out of it. And it's burning. And people are, are flying in and out of it. Well, well, what can they possibly be stealing? The fucking couple tulips or something. But anyway... His, his business is being destroyed. Now, somebody who you think you might have just was able to kind of turn, get get his heart a little bit bigger, I think you just maybe added to his hate because of what you just did. Now, you didn't, as the person with the protest, maybe the people that were walking down the street, they weren't the ones who actually went and destroyed anything. Some asshat who was, was in part of your protest just decided at the end of the night to stick around and throw some shit through the building and destroy it. But it was your protest that happened on. So this person 
who you were trying to change racial inequality and, and, and turn racism, this guy who was kind of turning at one point saw the destruction and shit, and he turns around and he says something that's racist. And and don't quote me, I'm not racist, but he might turn around and says, Jesus Christ, what, these people, these people don't get it. What the fuck? And he might say something like that, which is a racist slur towards, you know... The, the black community, but it's not his fault that he's that way when he was turning, his heart was turning a little bit. People can be changed. Don't get me wrong, people, but when somebody who's already racist sees destruction and shit like that, and the media spins it every time, they and don't, I'll fight with you until you're blue in the fucking face. The media spins everything to make everything racist. They want us divided. So when the media shows the video of it, they show the destruction and all, and they show the video, and what the person sees feeds into their head. And it's hate. And that's the problem. Now this person might have more hate towards, you know, the black race. His racism just grew 10 times. So now he's he's really pissed off. He's now he's really racist. So I get protesting, going out there and speaking your voice, but we have to understand that when there there is these protests and when people like Trump go and they they do a speech where maybe the speech and maybe the things that he said in the speech kind of spun people's minds into going down there and destroying the thing. The actions of those people are what caused the hatred coming from the left side that's what happened there so it's the same way on the right side the actions of the people at night destroying businesses and burning down things that is what caused the hatred on the right side when the riots first started in the summertime and i think i told this story before but i'll just refresh memories i was sitting at a friend's house on their deck having a few drinks and i remember my friend's wife comes running out of the house and saying they're burning cop cars in the city. And I kind of just took a, like a, a, a double take and I grabbed my phone and I, and I looked it up. And I seen video, live video, and they showed police car burning in front of a police station. I put my phone down and I went, good. And she gave me a look like, what? I said, listen, systemic racism and racial inequality, they're, they're tired of police acting the way they act. Towards the black community. So I get what's going on here. They took the problem. And they took it right to the source. Right to the police station. And they burned a cop car. And they destroyed, you know, whatever they had to do. Speaking their minds out front of there. It's a great thing. Okay. But just like any protest. A protest is a way to voice. Them, them protesting in front of that police station, if she would have came out and said they were protesting in front of the police station and said, yeah, what are they doing? Well, they're waving signs and they're screaming a bullhorn and racial inequality. I'm like, okay, I would have never picked up my phone. It, that's a way to get the voice heard as a protest. Okay? When they riot and they destroy shit, that's the way to gain attention. And that's exactly what it did. It gained my attention. Now... At that point, that gained my attention in a positive way because I said, well, they're going towards the police. That's that's They're going right towards the problem. They went right to the source. 
it's when they took the problem and they started to destroy innocent people's businesses and stuff where I, they lost me. They lost my whole thing on this. So protests are a great thing. And the protest at the Capitol building that day was a great thing until it led to violence at the Capitol. So tomorrow he'll be inaugurated and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will go in. And let's just face the facts. We know Kamala Harris's background, which I don't like. I mean, the, the woman was an attorney general in California from, what, 2011 to 2017 or eight, something like that. And she actually went for the you know the presidential primaries back then, in, I guess, 19. And she actually withdrew using the excuse of lack of funds, which, come on. The, the really the excuse was should have been you know lack of support from anybody. Nobody wanted her in, knew it didn't work. But Joe Biden decided to use her for obviously his political gain. A black woman as vice president of the United States. Eh, good move. It got more votes. It absolutely 100% did, and I see that. And it's let's see. I mean, it's it's historical, absolutely. For you know, first woman, first. Black woman, all in one, boom, done. So, congratulations to Joe Biden. Mm, congratulations to Kamala Harris. God, I hope that Joe Biden stays healthy and you are not president of the United States ever. Sorry. Um, so, we had a lot of bullshit happening through the media. I'm shutting them down, shutting Trump down. And shutting the conservative voice down. And and now we have Joe Biden as our president. Kudos. So Joe Biden's going to come in. And he's already going to push a few things uh, right through. At least try to. And one of them being minimum wage. <laughs> and I had an argument with somebody on social media over that the other day. Um, wow. He wants to push it up to $15 an hour, which has been something that's been in the making for a while. And I, my personal opinion, and I just see what can come out from this, um, $15 an hour is a death sentence on the economy. And people go, well, why? I get a lot of, I get a lot of backlash from the left. And that's fine. That's, that's kind of because I'm more leaning right. I get backlash from the left. And I had somebody say to me the other day, well, $15 an hour is great because how can anybody live off a of minimum wage? And I had to spit out my drink and double take and, 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 and do a step back. And I went, what? First of all, minimum wage will be, $15 will be a death sentence on the, the economy. I said, second of all, who the fuck is trying to live off a minimum wage? Like, survive. Like, what do you mean live? You mean pay rent, pay a car payment, your utilities, your bills, your food, and, and, and to go out and have fun, food and clothing and then go out and have fun and have a livelihood on minimum wage? Well, that's why it should be $15, they said. Well, even at 15 bucks, I rent. I have pretty low freaking utilities here i don't eat much eh i have the same clothes for years you know what i mean i'm a guy and like i go buy clothes and i i couldn't do it off 15 dollars an hour 
But why would anybody want to live on minimum wage or or try to? Like, but in that case, well, some people are struggling. No. First of all, who's struggling? Let me tell you something. If they're 30 plus years old, and I'm going to, I'm saying this nicely. If you're 30 plus years old and you're trying to live off a minimum wage, you need to really step outside of yourself, look in and reevaluate your situation, reevaluate your life, where you're going, where you're at, where you want to be. Because if you're 30 years old and you're trying to live off minimum wage, God help you. You, you got to get a real fucking job, get a life. Or move back into your parents' basement because that's what it sounds like where you just came from and where you should actually still be. Because let's face the facts. All right, entry-level positions. Do you think that somebody who works at a pizza place answering telephones should be making $15 an hour? How about us hair salon washing the hair? You know, a girl from high school, she washes the girl's hair before the, the hair salon, you know, the what, what is that, beautician, cuts their hair, you know? Things of that nature. Guess what's going to happen? Where's the money coming from? Who, who Who's, are we going to up our taxes, which we already, we don't want. That's something that Joe Biden, I think, will have no problem doing. Let's raise taxes. Because honestly, free health care or free education is going to require that. So I think in his books, I think our taxes are going to be skyrocketing in the next couple of years. I hope not, but sad to say, I think that's a, a thing. The other way of fixing this is to make a pizza. Like, like if you like to have your pizza on Friday night and your pizza is $13 or $12 for a pizza, your pizza is now going to be $35, $30. Because now they got to pay that girl 15 bucks an hour. I mean, I know there's ways around this, and come on, most pizza places and shit are paying these girls under the table anyway, and you know that. You know they are, because they're trying to save on it anyway, but the point of the matter is, if the girl's smart at that point, they're getting paid eight bucks or nine bucks an hour under the table, they're going to look at the fact where I can make now ten dollars an hour on the books, and get, you know, money already going into my social security and stuff. So, that's if you get a smart kid. <laughs> And honestly, if you don't have a smart kid, you're going to have a smart parent who's going to say, you're, no, you're not worried. $15 an hour minimum, you know, minimum wage now. Why would you work for $8 cash or $9 cash? Tell this asshole or otherwise I'm turning them in. That's what's going to happen. So you're either going to have to pay for your pizza for a ton of, you know, a ton of money for your pizza or your haircut's going to be a, a ton of money. You know, it, it won't work. People, you, you, in second, people, you can't live off of fucking minimum wage. I mean, you need to reevaluate re your life if that's the fucking case, you know? Um, God, small businesses will just be destroyed if this is the case. You can't do it. You can't do it. Sorry, Joe, that, but that's something I don't agree on. The COVID thing, he's not going to change anything except maybe lockdowns. You may be locked down again. Um, he made it clear before he was getting into office, well before he was even inaugurated, you know, uh, elected, that if the science tells him, he'll shut down in a New York minute, which is scary because our economy is already destroyed and this guy will destroy it, um, even more. <sighs> God. Um, so I saw a video the other day. 
And this kind of stirred me up a little bit. Because it's scary to think that, um... <sighs> the media, the right, the, the left wing, um, the Democratic Party, they, they're, they're pushing things on us to make us think that if you're a Trump supporter, you're wrong. You did wrong. Um, certain things matter and other certain things don't. And it's scary. Um... Our media sources, you know, our media pushes stories with a spin all the time. I, I read something the other day through a local media source that I have here. And it's just crazy the way that they put the headlines out with, to read them. Uh, you know, the story was from Texas. And the headline read something, uh, two parents suffering from COVID symptoms. Uh, were caught in a fire night before and sun saves them. That was like the story. So basically what the story was, the headline was, it was a COVID thing, which it's always a COVID fucking thing with the, with the media. Now, my whole thing was, all right, the, here's a son. The son didn't have any COVID symptoms. The parents were suffering from COVID and had lost the smell, sense of smell and sense of taste, obviously. And there was a fire in the house. The house was burning, the sun smelled the fire, went and saved the parents, so on and so forth. So it's a great story. Awesome. So thankful that the people didn't perish in the flames. Let's face the facts, though. Because the media puts the spin on it that the COVID, you do realize that if they would have perished in the flames, thank God they're alive, that this would have been a COVID death probably. I think what the headline should have read was... Hey, real good reason to check all your smoke detectors and fire alarms. That's what the, the headline should have read. Because you don't lose your sense of hearing from COVID. So you would hear the smoke alarms going off. So the headline should have read, you know, a real good reason to check all your smoke detectors and fire alarms. But it didn't. Instead, it read COVID-19 victims. Couldn't smell, so the sun saved them. It's great. I'm so glad. But let's stop using covid as a propaganda, a way to manipulate people. The media loves to use certain things to manipulate you on COVID, on racial injustice, on all these things. The media the media thrives off of death, destruction, and COVID now, and racial inequality. Because they grow on ratings. They make their money on ratings. If you... Don't watch the news. They won't survive. Um, that's why I feel CNN's going to fucking just fall apart. Twitter, CNN. Now that Trump's gone, what the fuck are they going to talk about? They're going to have absolutely nothing to talk about. Twitter's going to be a thing of the past. Because what are they going to... Twitter, Twitter was suffering before Trump came in. Trump came in and turned Twitter around because that's the way he communicated. And I remember I got on Twitter, which I don't even have a Twitter account. And I got on Twitter and checked it out. Because of Trump. I wanted to see what the fucking guy was saying in the, in the, in the shit. Like, I was like, what? Mind boggled. When he first was became president of the United States, like, let's face the facts, he didn't do a good job. At least a good year, year and a half into his presidency. He, he didn't do a good job. He was tweeting all the time. He was like a little girl. I remember saying, this guy's like a little fucking girl. Tweeting all the fucking time. Like, what's wrong with this dude? And then I started to see... I voted for him the first time because I seen a businessman and I wanted this 
our economy to get rebuilt and so on and so forth. And in the first year, year and a half, it wasn't. But then he did a great job up until COVID happened. But I don't think any other person, president, whatever, would have done any different of a job. So anyway, the media puts the spin on there. They get you brainwashed. They got you thinking left-wing because that's what most of our media sources are. They're a left-wing media source, so they want you to think left-wing. Like I said earlier, I get people on, on my social media platforms who will argue with me till they're blue in the face. And, and then when I say, well, what are your – I'll get Trump's a racist. Well, give me your facts. And then there's crickets. And it's like, look at I have facts out the wazoo. I can just go into my phone and there. Oh, there's a video there. There's a video there. There's a video there. And I have videos of Trump being racist also. I have videos of Biden being racist. I have videos of everybody. I have facts all over my phone that let me know what happened, how it happened, so on and so forth, and where it happened. So that way, I have something to fall back on when somebody says to me, well, what are your facts? Oh, hold on one minute. Let me... And it's almost instantaneous. It's like, you go here, one, two, oh, here's one, here's send. So, the other day, watch this video on this guy, Matthew Cook. He pushed it that we need to wake up. Everything he said, he said Trump supporters, everything that was, it was all made up. Everything that we believe as Trump supporters was made up bullshit that we need to get behind and join BLM, okay? That, that you know, that we need to say, you know, we matter and Black Lives Matter. Like, why do I have to state that? Black Lives Matter is an organization, not a quote. And if you're asking me to state the quote, you're asking me the obvious. I don't need to say Black Lives Matter. Because your black life does matter. It does. So does my white life. So does the other guy's whatever color he might be. Tan, brown, whatever colors you want to call yourself anymore. Even if you're a fucking alien and you come down and you... Well, you know, aliens, I don't know if we're... But anyway, if an alien came down, and a little green man, and I turn around and be like... And now we're living amongst them, and, 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 you know, we coexist. I'd be like, yeah, your green life matters too. Everybody's life matters. I don't have to state the fact that that you because it's Black Lives Matter. Like, what happens when his you have H you know HLM Hispanic Lives Matter? Well, yeah, of course they do. Your Hispanic life matters, cool, dude. Like, everybody's life matters. Okay. Uh, it's crazy. So this guy was pushing that. He was pushing the BLM. He was you know. They take this good-looking guy, and they put him on there. And his speech, well-spoken, he was talking. I think he's some kind of actor or something. Good-looking guy and all. And I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to maybe turn the right-winged women to the left. <laughs> maybe some, okay, look at this guy and be like, okay, yeah, he's a good-looking guy. This and that. But I, a lot of Trump women I know like burly, bearded dudes, like, with, with the dad bod or, or a little belly on them or, you know, and they got some muscle to them and they, they like guns and they like the fish and they, you know, like to go out and have a couple beers and have a good time. Good old boys, you know. And not saying every Trump supporter is a good old boy. I know I know a lot of black people are, are Trump supporters and listen to rap music and, and that's great. 
You know, and, and they'll turn around and say, I voted for Trump. I like Trump and his ideologies and his things. I didn't vote. The whole thing is I keep hearing people talking about, and I, I listened to uh, uh, one of the podcasts, and the guy on air kept talking about, well, this this election was about race and racial inequality and race this. And I'm sitting there going, is that like is that what it comes down to now? Like this year's theme? It, like it, why is all of a sudden politics – and uh, presidential elections becoming themes like it's got to be for racial inequality and 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 we got to get rid of racism so the theme of the presidential election is don't care it doesn't matter what you know if our economy's tanking doesn't matter if we're about to be bombed by fucking china or or you know north korea what matters is racism here we got we got to fix that first it's not getting fixed like it, it you might be able to turn somebody i think the best way to actually try to help, and I, I'm not going to sit there and say, turn somebody from racist to not racist, but it's it has happened in the past. There's a story, and I, I have to look it up. Maybe I'll be able to tell you on the next podcast. But there was a story of a KKK member, and I, I guess you know we can talk about this because you know just the other day. It was Martin Luther King's birthday. It was yesterday, President's Day, or President's Day, uh, MLK birthday and there's a lot of good quotes from people that i i have martin luther king his speech is one of the best you know you know i i hope that one day my my small children will be able to live in a world where they're not judged by the color of their skin but by the context of their character i love that absolutely that's how it should be that's how it should be but let's let's face facts right now when bullshit starts happening Racist, ra- racist people look at certain things that happened and who's causing the crime. And it be- can become more racist because of that. I spoke about that earlier. But that's a great speech. The context of your character. Show good character. I understand why you're upset when it comes to police officers and being pulled over and being scared. I get it 100%. And I think that needs to change. I think there needs to be vetting. I need. I don't think it defunding a cop, because let's face the facts, I mean, all summer long it was defund, defund, defund the cops. And then all of a sudden, the bullshit happened on the 6th. And now it's, where's the cops? We need the cops. Let's protect the cops. Oh, the poor cops. And it's like, wow, well, just a couple months ago, you were saying to defund the cops. Double standard again. Um. So... Yeah, Martin Luther King's birthday yesterday it was a, a, a good day. Martin Luther King's speech was that. Um, you have a guy, Malcolm X, uh, 50 years ago, made a quote, which this hit really, it hit me good. Like, I, I looked at it and I went, wow, wow. Like, and I did some fact checking and I found it in a couple different places. So I'm going to say it, it's real. Um, here's the quote. The media is the most powerful entity on earth. They have the power to make the innocent guilty and to make the guilty innocent. And that's power because they control the minds of the masses. The the press is so powerful in its image-making role, it can make the criminal look like the victim and make the victim look like he's the criminal. If you aren't careful, the newspapers will have you hating the people who are being oppressed and loving the people who are doing the oppressing. That was a quote 50 years ago from Mr. Malcolm X. And God damn it, he was right on the fucking money with that. 
right on the money because that is what our media is doing today. Today. It's doing it. Every single day. Turn it on right now. They are making criminals look good and fucking the good people look bad. It's sad. It really is. It's really sad. Um, you turn on the news, you see a lot of hate and you see a lot of racism. Um, it's a real thing. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. I think what we as the people need to do is really understand that I think there's more people out there who love each other than there is hate. I don't think there's that much racism in the world to where it's overpowering over the good people. I think there's enough good people out there who will say, well, I'm not racist. I wasn't born during segregation. I didn't live through slavery. I didn't own one. I didn't have one. I love everybody. I don't want to be held responsible for the actions of somebody else from 150 years ago, from 75 years ago, from whenever. And I think the same thing goes for, for all races. If there's something that they, they don't want to be held responsible for somebody else's actions, just like I just got done saying when he says, you know, but, but, you know, don't want to be judged by the color of skin, but by the context of my character, when somebody else in your race shows bad character, you shouldn't be held responsible for that bad character. But see, to racist people, you are being held responsible for that character. And that's sad. And to cops, obviously, to some, not all, because I like to think most cops are good people, very good people and not racist, but to racist cops. Yeah. That's exactly what's being what's happening there is that they're holding every black person responsible for the actions of other black people. And that's not fair. It's not fair at all. And it's not fair for white people to be held responsible for any actions of bad white people in the past or even now in the future, you know, in, in the present and into the future. We need to understand that there's enough people out here that love each other. We are all on the same team. We are all on the same side. I'm behind you, regardless of the color of your skin. And I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to, to send me some an email. I want to talk to people. I love getting emails and people asking certain things. Um, the email here is unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. And just write, I don't, if you don't want your name, just write on there, anonymous. I don't want to be, you know, don't want to be told who I am. Uh, if you want to be, you'll put your name on it, I'll throw your name out there. I have no problem with it, if that's what you want. I, I don't want anybody to get in, in any trouble. I don't want anybody to have an opinion that, that could get them, you know, fired from a job or so on and so forth. But I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to, to make points and get them across. And I love to hear other people's points and say, well, you're wrong on this. You're wrong on that. And believe me, I'm one who will listen to you. I will say, okay, let me fact check this. Let me look it up. Let me make sure. And if I'm wrong, I will correct myself and say, hey, okay, admit it. Man, I screwed up on that one, didn't I? Um, so yeah, email me. Um, I do got an email. Uh, it states here that, hey, in all this uh, with all this turmoil going on in the country right now, how does your city where you live look? Uh, honestly, where I live, I don't want to really put it out. I mean, kind of, I think through if anybody's listened to this podcast before, they can kind of get an idea where I live. Um, it hasn't been bad. 
uh, don't get me wrong, during the protest, my cities were, were pretty bad because we do have a lot of cops, uh, especially in the area where I live. Um, but as for the protest, and, and, and I think that's going to be only, it's not going to happen in, I think, any other state capitals like, like, like was possible. I think that it's going to be basically at Washington. It's any kind of protest that's going to happen is going to happen right at the source. Why take it to capitals? I mean, unless the protests are going to lead towards, you know, COVID restrictions and lifting the COVID type shit. Um, I think that the political protests are going to just be at the Capitol. So that's to answer your question. My, my city, I think has been pretty, uh, pretty good, pretty quiet. Um, and I'm happy about that. Um, so again, congratulations to Mr. Joe Biden. Tomorrow is the inauguration. I can't wait to, I'm going to have to listen to it. Obviously I have a real job. This is not my job. You can obviously tell because I do this on a whim and you can tell just by the quality of the podcast that I don't have sponsors and I don't have a bazillion listeners and I'm not making a bazillion dollars doing it. I do this because it's fun and I just like to talk into the microphone. Um, so again, uh, you know, do what you can. I, I don't know whether there's like buttons. I never really got to look into see how this works. I've been trying to figure it out, but I'm going to guess that you can maybe comment on my things or you can send me an, e you know, an email. You can say, hey, 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 you can like my things or you can follow my things. Um, I, I guess you'd be able to follow me, you know, as a podcast through your podcast thing. That might actually give me, make more people see my stuff. So, obviously, until next time, people, I mean, we're all in this together. Democrat, Republican, it doesn't fucking matter right now. It really doesn't. We need to find a happy medium. We need really need to find a central party where, where people who have sane minds and can make up their own minds and have their own ideologies on how the world should work can go. And say, well, I might, you know, maybe somebody's pro-choice, but yet they love guns and they love this and they love that. And, and, and they don't they don't really fit in in the Republican Party and they don't really fit in in the Democratic Party. And they vote undecided, but – and they vote for who they want, which is a great thing. That That's how you should do things. You shouldn't just vote red down the board or blue down the board. You should vote for who you, you really feel. That's That should be the way it should be done. But I think there should be a centralized party. To where, look, you might not think that this is right, but some things need to stay, you know? Like, there's a lot of things I don't think's right, but I also don't think they'll affect me in any way if they stay. Um, when it comes to abortion, pro-choice, I am pro-choice. Um, I personally think that getting rid of abortion completely, 100%, is not... A good thing uh especially when it comes to a life and death situation medically i don't think it should be used for any type of birth control or you know anything like that a girl gets pregnant and it's like oops you know no especially if you use two three times it's it's like no that's not what it should be used for but i don't think it should be completely abandoned or abolished because i think that when it comes to a life and death situation and somebody really needs to if it's completely not there it may not be a good thing um for for future reference but that's something that 
when I do vote, I look at Roe versus Wade and I see how long it's been here. And I see, I seem to think that it's not going anywhere. Just like I think that with Joe Biden and the gun control stuff that he wants to kind of push forward, I don't see it getting too far through, you know, Senate and House of Representatives, so on and so forth. I don't see it getting through. Um, the American people need to be armed. Uh, that's something I feel strongly about. Very strongly about this is the Second Amendment right. I think that every single American citizen should own a gun, should have proper gun training. I think that should be brought back to schools and be able to know how to load one, clean one, and own should own one. I think that if you drove down the street, and I know there's criminals out there, and that's what they don't want on the streets is people killing each other and the criminals. But I think that you know. Think of it this way and put it in a scenario. It's a very unlikely scenario, but here it is. Let's say that, God forbid, 10 years from now, we are invaded by another country and they do get themselves on our soil. I think that if you drove through the streets of Detroit, you know, like downtown Detroit or a suburb of Detroit or New York or like like through Brooklyn or through, and you look at, you drive down the street of city streets with, with these row homes and row homes and all these homes outside like Philadelphia and so on and so forth. And if in your head you 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 had an idea to stir up some shit and, and, and try to cause war with this country, knowing that every single one of those houses has a gun, me just knowing that every single one of them houses possibly has a gun right now makes me feel good inside. Makes me feel like, you know what, I think we're very safe here. We're very safe in this country. No bullshit. We're not going to deal with no bullshit. That's the thing I liked about Trump a lot. There was a no bullshit tendency. I, I, Biden scares me a little bit because he's easy, he's easy going guy. Like, no, let's, it almost seems pacifist. And it's like, you know what, I think we need a little bit of strong arm in this country. And we need to make sure that people know, hey, we might be young. But don't fuck with us. We are a superpower. Don't do not fuck with us. We don't. We're not going to stir shit. We're not a bully. We're not going to go out and bully you. But do not fuck with us. And that's the uh, that that's that's my demeanor when it comes to this country. I want to be strong in every aspect in our economy. Okay, with racism and all that, I I, I want people to know that they're loved. That, that that racism, that's a small amount of people. That's a that's a small percentage of people that are racist. A small percentage of people that, that have hatred in their blood over here. So on and so forth. I wanna I wanna know that I can trust my neighbor. I, I can I can love my neighbor. If my neighbor my neighbor had a problem, I could go over there and help them just as much as they would come over and help me, regardless of the color of their skin. I, I'd love to know that if I had to walk out of my house and protect myself and my country, that my neighbor would walk out next to me and stand next to me with his gun. That's what I want to know. And that's where the, the strong the American that's my American dream. It's like people want to own a home. Yeah, I want to own a home, but I want to know that everybody else that owns their home around me, they're safe. They they love everybody else. They're not stirring up shit. That's what I want to know. And, and, and that 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 even if they don't have the same ideology or platform that I have, they understand mine. They don't step their boundaries. That's how I want the, my podcast to go. 
I'm not trying to step over anybody else's boundaries. If you have a left-wing ideology and this is what you think, more power to you. I will debate you on why you think that, and I will try to give you my opinion on what I think. And if I disagree with you, then we'll agree to disagree. That's fine with me. Okay? If you come back at me with the racism and you say, well, that seems not a racist what you said, and I'll sit there and I'll, I'll say, well, why? Explain to me why. So that way I know where I might have said something that sounds racist. That way I can apologize or fix it because I don't want to come off as that. I don't want to come off as any kind of hate. I don't want to come off as any kind of asshole. I just want to speak my mind. And I'd love to debate. So if you want to debate with me, please. Again, my email is unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. Email me. Talk to me. I want to hear from you. I'm going to try my hardest to get up, set up some kind of a, a, a platform in social media so that way you might be able to see some content, so on and so forth. Um, please tell your friends about me. Whoever's li- Whoever else is listening, I don't have a very large platform of people, but I'm trying to get it out there. And the best way for me to get it out there is for you to just tell other people about it or just send it to them. So until next time, um, next time we'll be talking, I'm sure, about Mr. Biden and his presidency. Um, Again, congratulations, Mr. Joe Biden, on your presidency. I hope it all goes well tomorrow in the inauguration. And uh, I'm sure if anything doesn't go wrong or if anything doesn't go right, I should say, and things do go wrong, you'll be hearing it here, too. All right. So uh, tune in next time. Uh, Again, thank you. And I'll talk to you next time. Have a good one.